Howdy, Yokes. Before we get started, I want to let you know that this episode of Bacon and Eggs and every episode of Bacon and Eggs is brought to you by none other than Ayuski. Uh, Patreon.com slash and Bacon Aspen and Eggs and Aspen Dental um, and Frida Baby. Ding, ding. Uh, what is happening right now? Shirt. Why are you shirting? That's what happens when you wink. Oh, like if, if, if I couldn't wanna, see that half of your head. <laughs> if you want to support Bacon and Eggs and you like this show and you feel like it brings you value and you feel like, man, Tyler's kids would really enjoy college or trade school, uh, then you could head over to patreon.com slash bacon and eggs. Check out all the amazing reward tiers we have over there uh, and see if there's there's something that, that tickles your fancy. Or maybe you're like, I want to support this show and I want bonus content, but I don't like any of the ideas that are listed here. I'm going to do their job for them and send them an email suggesting uh, a Patreon perk, in which case I know you'd think I would get that email and get defensive. I might for a moment, but then I'll remember and do my best to accommodate. Uh, yeah. So patreon.com slash bacon and eggs, check out all the amazing reward tiers. Uh, and let's, let's get on with the show. Howdy yokes. And welcome back to bacon and eggs. I'm Tyler Carlin. Oh, sorry. Uh, and I'm the natural. And today we're infiltrating the dealers, finding the suppliers. Or maybe we're just going back to high school. So ask Brie Larson to the prom. And go undercover. Because today we're bringing you 21 Jump Street. Tw 21 Jump Street. 2-1. 21. 21 Blackjack. We Jump Street, baby. We are going to jump in your ass. Hey! Leave Korean Jesus alone. Stop with Korean Jesus. He ain't got time for your problems. He's busy. Korean. <laughs> Welcome back to Bacon and Eggs. Uh, you have the stats. Is that correct? I do have the stats. What so, is your wallpaper? What? What is your phone wallpaper? Michael Schumacher. Michael Schumacher. I thought it was a Virginia Tech football. And I was like, we didn't go there, man. Like, yeah. On some level, I'm a supporter for sure. We, we didn't. I mean, I'm there. as much of a supporter of that. I, I don't really see why it's different than pro, honestly. I don't think I could have. I could have a Washington Commanders background on my phone once upon a time. You know what I mean? But you have kids. Correct. Yeah. You're the kind of guy that has to have his kids as phone background. Correct. Yeah. And yeah. I got Finn right now. Let's see if the video watchers can see Finn. He's listening to Hey Ya Lullaby Edition. <laughs> On Tyler's Echo Dot. Being a baby today must rock, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, he's asleep, but he's cute as I used to just get know. tripped out by, like, the. I had a star lamp. Well, it wasn't even a star lamp. It was, like, like you'd normally think of a star lamp. It was, like, a lamp that you put, like, a dome over that, like, projected constellations on your ceiling. Yeah, yeah. And, dude, it would just, like, give me anxiety. Because <laughs> I'd be sitting there, and I'm like, dude, one of those just move. There's just, like, black dots on the ceiling. Yeah, dude. You know and so I'm sitting there, like lying awake in the middle of the night as a, like a toddler. Just like, these are some of my earliest memories. Like, Do you ever have the glow stars on your ceiling? Yeah. I had those and I would look up at them as I was falling asleep and they would disappear. Like as I yeah. was losing consciousness. That's wild. And like, I, I very vividly remember like looking at them and then being like, I don't see one there anymore. <laughs> Did I, you see the thing the other day about how like mobiles for babies uh, act on like whatever instinct activates when we see like vultures? No. In the sky. So like babies like die? No. Just like they're just terrified. Oh. Like. So they don't like it. They don't like it apparently. <laughs> like it's being peer reviewed or whatever right now. But like, yeah, or something. I don't know. I saw an article. Not like a TikTok, like an article. I have three children. I'll tell you this about mobiles. That is a first child item. Yeah. I mean. My other kids don't. They've never used that. Okay. Well, maybe they. I don't know. 
Maybe they sleep better or worse. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, uh, Finn and Olivia both sleep very well. So Finn does. So Olivia didn't. She had a mobile, but I guess what was useful was the music because Finn also sleeps with music. My Spotify wrapped. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. It's just an absolute wasteland. <laughs> <laughs> You're not the guy that I saw. Like it was like three years ago, whatever. Whose number one song for the year was like "Box Fan." <laughs> no, that was Sam Atkinson. Believe it or not, <laughs> it was not Sam Atkinson. No, because he takes it very seriously. Yeah, who was it? I don't know. It was no. It was just like a meme. Oh, but uh, it was just like everybody's like posting their Spotify rap, and he's like, "Yeah, I'd love to." <laughs> Mine is uh, you know, box fan box noise. fan noise. Yeah. Okay, so stats for this movie. We've done a very bad job staying on track already. This movie was directed by Phil Lord and Chris Miller. Released no March- way. Yeah. Okay. It's their directorial debut. Wow. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, released on March 16, 2012, which was 3,840 3, days ago on a $42 million budget. Made $201 million in the box office. You and I saw it. We sure did. We saw it with Hunter Wells. Uh, got an 85% on Rotten Tomatoes critic review and a 82% audience review. And Tyler, what do you think the Metacritic score for this movie is? 76. No. Better? Worse. 45. Higher than that. 54. Higher than that. 68. Higher than that. 69. Yes, sir. No way. Ah. 69, dude. (laughs) It's the funny number. It's the, yeah, it's the sex number. It's the, yeah. (laughs) Pre-inflation. Now it's a dollar 17. Uh, Use your imagination for what that could mean. How you been, Tyler? I have a positive review. Oh, yeah. I had a kid. I had a third child. His name's Holden. Holden Benjamin Carlin. He's a sweet little guy. He really is. very, very cute. Uh, He's a handsome little boy. He even might put a picture on the screen. He might not. Who's to say? Um, I'm tired. Uh, I was going to tell you this a minute ago. I think it was right before Holden was born or maybe right after. I had my first, like, experience with hallucinations from sleep deprivation. Jesus. Uh, It wasn't like I was being chased by dragons or anything. The dragons were just like chilling in my closet. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, like I was right. Like I could see dragons. Like I remember like coming around a corner. I don't know what people who experience hallucinate hallucinations regularly, like are seeing to me. It was this kind of like hat man. Sure. The penguin. No, you never heard of the hat man. No. Who's the hat man? Don't look it up. Okay. Don't don't Google this. Don't Google this. Please. Um, but I, I remember it was like seeing animations, not, but not like figment. It's kind of like, you remember on Nickelodeon. Did you say not like figment? Yeah, like the dragon, the purple dragon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the one. I mean, sure. I'm thinking about Epcot, baby. Always. <laughs> uh, what do you want me to say? Not like Spyro. No, uh, I just... <laughs> I don't know. It's just like it's got to be a purple dragon. I didn't expect it to be like figment. <laughs> pull that one out of nowhere. That would be much less. Uh, do, you, do you remember you pulled, in the you pulled Spyro out of nowhere in the late aughts on Nickelodeon? They would do these shows where they were kind of, I guess, trying to like mimic South Park, but they would like animate crumpled up and then refolded out sheets of paper, and they would have like little characters on them. That's kind of how I saw this dragon and like the the creatures around corners and stuff. It was a, it was a, it was a unique experience. It sounds awful. Uh I think I was just frustrated that I was tired. Like I didn't really, you know, I wasn't like, what's your five star review on these, uh, sleep hallucinations. I'm like an experience. I'm kind of glad happened. I don't know. Like two and a half stars, two and a half. Okay. Yeah. I think everybody should experience it, <laughs> but like not on purpose. <laughs> it's like everybody should go through a crucible. No one, like that. no one get advice from us. Please. God. <laughs> Jesus. Tyler, you have a positive review or I got a negative review I can do. 
That usually goes first. No, no, me go first. Okay, you go first. I have a positive review from none other than Richard Brody of the New Yorker. No way. Richard Brody, the dude who hates everything, saw this, which saw this and was like, that's the one. <laughs> that's the one. I'll tell you, there. I think there's a reason why Beyond has a review here. Uh, but he says, the late 80s TV series is rebooted with jolts of sentiment, personal discovery, and wild comedy. Wow. Here's what From I think. Richard Brody, think, the guy who hates everything. I think the thing with Richard Brody on this one is watching it back through last night. I think Richard Brody likes all the meta humor. Probably. Yeah. Like, I don't know if you noticed, there's a lot of dialogue in the movie that's like about making a movie. Yeah. Which I thought was brilliant. Like there's, there's one that really sticks out in my mind right at the second end of the second act. Jonah Hill goes, and that's the second act. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Wow. Um, and there was another one early on, uh, I think it was in the first act or something. There's one, I think I had subtitles on, but it's right when they're at the pool. I don't remember what the line was, Yeah, but he says something that's like, like you follow your cue or, or like it was something like very on the nose. Sure. Yeah. Anyway. So I have a positive review here or a negative review, uh, from Tambe Obinson of shadow and act, a top critic on Rotten Tomatoes who says not the original to not that the original series was highbrow slash must-see television, but I figured any remake of it in the 21st century would be at least far more ambitious than this tired bit of recycling. So here's the thing. I think maybe if you are of our like parents' generation and you watched the show. Have you ever seen it? No. I've never seen a single episode. No. That's what I was gonna say. Is maybe you're that generation, but like as far as I was concerned, like yes, I was aware of the name, but like mm-hmm. nothing else. I didn't even know that. Well, my mom watched it. And well, I do know that like when the movie was coming out, I would hear old people be like, oh, Johnny Depp. Yeah. That was like one of his first things he did. Yeah. Uh, yeah. My mom watched it. So like when they were making this movie, she was like, oh, it's like a remake of the television series. And I'm like, I, I bet. It, yeah. It probably has nothing to do with the television series whatsoever. Right. Like they took the name and the concept more so than Charlie's Angels movies. No, I don't think so. Who are the Charlie's Angels? Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, Lucy Liu. Lucy Liu. So forget do, Drew Barrymore is involved in that. There's there's a different redhead I always think is is a Charlie's Angel and is not. I don't know. But uh, what is your out of 100? 82. Y'all's got to go with 85. What I, was it when we saw it in college? 110. 110. 110. Easy. This was one, this was one that revisiting taught me so much about how I've grown as a person in the last 10 years. I really don't think you can rewatch any comedy anymore, especially not anything made before like 2015. I don't think you can watch anything. Well, like this movie wouldn't get screened today. They'd be like, Oh, you guys are playing cops. I mean, yeah, (laughs) it's one of those things where like, I don't know if they intended it to play this way, but like this movie is such a big middle finger to law enforcement in so, so, so many ways that like, even if they didn't and knowing it's directed by or written by Jonah Hill and, and directed by Miller and Lord, Right. I might believe a little more that Jonah Hill was over there like, you know, fuck the cops. I fucking hate cops. Yeah. Let's make a movie how bad cops are at everything. Because it's like he's he's like falling in love with this high school girl. And you and your brain is immediately like, oh man, you can't, you can't, hey, you can't do that anymore. And I'm like, ah, but they're police officers. Right. So now it's even if it wasn't intended this way originally, it is fully, it is aged like fine wine. It's come back to being like fully commentary. Right. Like this is a deep social commentary on they do make corruption and grooming and they do make clear note in the film, which I thought was interesting. I guarantee this is a late line added after a screening, but they note that Brie Larson's character is 18. Yeah. 
It's yeah, but it's still like she is a which I mean, to be fair, like Brie Larson at no point in this movie looked like a high schooler any more than Jonah Hill. And it's so funny. Channing Tatum do. She was pretty young when this came. out. She was. She was like, all right. She's still like our age or younger. She is 88 or 89. No way. Yeah. I looked it up last night. What is Brie Larson's birthday? October 1st, 1989. Happy birthday, Brie. Happy birthday. You're the Taylor Swift year. You're the, yeah. It was a good year for blonde women. Yeah. I think most of the 80s were good for blonde women. No, like for like. Oh, blonde women to come out? Yeah. Oh, that's a commentary. Because Brie Larson and Taylor Swift are both gay. Are they? Not for each other, I don't think. Well, no. That would be bigger news. That would be huge. <laughs> Taylor Swift leaves guys she's been dating for five years for Brie Larson. That would be news. No, that's like the big theory. They would show up at Kanye West's house and interview him about that one. <laughs> what would Ja Rule say, though? Yeah. What would Ja Rule say about this? What would Ja Rule got to say about this? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, when we saw this movie in college, this was a full 100%er, man. There had never been a movie funnier. It was hilarious. And it's still, it is still hilarious. Yes. It, like, it, but it does not. It does not. It's I would say this so far has aged maybe better than like Talladega Nights, just in terms of me finding it funny. Yeah. Like because I would say that I, I've, I've had like a probably. Yeah, I guess I've had a, a 15 percent drop in how funny I think this movie is. Yeah. Whereas like at one point in my life, I would have said Talladega Nights was top tier, top 10 all time funniest movies. And now I'm like, yeah, it's a, that's a 70s. You think top Talladega Nights is a 70s. Yeah, we we talked about this when we saw the. We I know, the movie. but that that feels that hurts me. I don't have the recency bias of not liking it that much. It's still a fond. <laughs> you had the. It's a fond the opposite memory. of recency <laughs> bias, <laughs> right? Yeah, don't watch it again. Then it is returned to being a fond. You know, memory. I can tell you if you're thinking like because I said the thing. About I'm like, all jacked up on Mountain Dew. I'll come at you like a spider monkey. I mean, listen, it's an iconic movie, <laughs> but it's 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 in the '70s because I used to think it was so good. Right, and our sons. Walker, Texas Ranger, TRs, we like to call him. Like, I think that I have I have fallen on this movie a little bit. Like, it is definitely not as funny as I used to think it was. But it is still hilarious. But it is still hilarious. It is. Like, and it's it like it nails our age group. The scene where well. just the scene where they take the drugs. You clip that so out as you clip fun. that out as a short film. Yes. When <laughs> when Rob Riggle's eyebrows start crawling down his face. <laughs> it's it's edited so it is a masterclass of like comedic cinema it's Edgar Wright level crap that they're just they're cutting back and forth like screeching eagles and like right. <laughs> <laughs> it's so it, it, but oh. it perfectly conveys that that like <laughs> <laughs> the tongue thing put your tongue back in your mouth <laughs> I don't like that. Yeah, Rob Riggle's <laughs> sitting there poking high school kids in the tongue what is this movie I like how nobody like uh, who Nick from New Girl is the school principal? Yeah, that's why I looked up Brie Larson because I was like, surely, surely Jake Johnson is not that much older than Brie Larson. <laughs> he was born in like 1978. No way. Yeah. He's like he's like 50, 50 something maybe. No, 40, 45. What year was Jake Johnson born? 44, 78. Wow. He's 11 years older than Brie Larson. I was Good. like, surely he cannot be. This is Nick from New Girl. But, Which, think, but because in my mind, New Girl, I think New Girl came out in like 2007. In my mind, New Girl came out in 2015. I saw a TikTok the other day that said, you know, these jokes, if New Girl took place in 2022. Right. I was like, what do you mean? New what do you Girl, mean if? It, it does take place in 2022. But then I think about like if New Girl was on the air still, that wouldn't be fair to other network shows. No. Have you seen a network show recently? 
They're garbage. They're so bad. I mean, I've thought they're garbage for a while, but like they have gone so far downhill to the point that like even people I know like what are like TV people are like, I can't do anymore. It's all about these streaming service shows now. I'll tell you the one that gets me more than anything is I think it's CBS. I saw it on, on football. Yeah. Has a show trying to rip off Netflix. Yeah. Called the cleaning lady called the cleaning lady. And yeah. Netflix has made. Yeah. What? That's the one that you That's, ripped off. I mean, like, well, I'm sorry. It would have made so much like when the CW copied the dark Knight and called it arrow. That was so much better. <laughs> yeah. Um, I truly, I think once Big Bang Theory ended, everybody in the network, everybody in the network system was like, okay, this thing is over. We're, we're all leaving. We're all done. We're done. We're yeah. Out. All those showrunners are like, I'm going to work for Netflix now. I think basically when Big Bang Theory ended, Netflix probably swooped in and was like, hey, looking for a job? We'll pay you an ungodly sum of money. We'll pay you an ungodly sum of money. Although they're not doing that anymore. They're done. They're done. Pay. They're done giving move money to to frivolous projects. Oh, yeah. No, I like the frivolous projects. Yeah, they were like, I know that we've gotten like seven best picture nominations in the last three years, but uh, we're gonna cut this program. Well, they're hemorrhaging money, right? Is it them? It's HBO and who else? Netflix. Yeah, are winning. They were, yeah. And then HBO was like, what if we just ruined it? Ruined it. M- killed it completely. I think what happened? Actually. And Netflix was like, oh, thank God, we can <laughs> bleed now. <laughs> Here's the, what I think happened at HBO was they were like, people don't remember what Game of Thrones was when it was on television because they block out the whole thing because of season six. When Game of Thrones was on TV, everyone and their mother had a game had a HBO subscription. Yeah. Because you didn't want to risk yeah. any issues with like somebody else being on the account at the same time right. while you're trying, while to, watch you're trying to watch Game of Thrones. I mean, Game of Thrones truly was the last like water cooler show ever. Now, Stranger Things was. And Squid Games is like the most watched show. Right. But like Stranger Things, even because it's it's bingeable. So like somebody watches it Tuesday, somebody watches it Wednesday, somebody right. watches it, everybody watches it the following weekend because they just didn't make time for it that first weekend. Right. Whereas Game of Thrones, it was like, if you didn't show up, because I remember when the last season was airing, like I was going to the gym with your brothers and like I had to watch it. If I wanted to go on Monday, they're not going to let you not. They're not going to let me not watch it. Right. Like that will never happen again. I think it's because Disney Plus has done these weekly releases and now everybody's like, I can't. I cannot care that much about just everything about everything. Yeah. Like, and I, I've been, I've been saying this for a long time where he was like, no, it's not going to get old at all. And then like, everybody was like, yeah, I watched the first couple episodes of She-Hulk. Yeah. It's really good. Totally. Cause like, I haven't seen Miss Marvel. I've only seen half of Obi-Wan. I've seen one episode of She-Hulk. I just yeah. can't care. Well, like I know they're all great properties, but I just like, I, I can't like every Wednesday or whatever. They all come out on Wednesday. Um, She-Hulk comes out on Thursdays. Does it? It sure does. Hmm. Maybe. I have no idea. Couldn't tell you. I think it's over. Maybe this, maybe when this episode airs, the last episode of She-Hulk airs. And and like somebody today was like, oh, that Andor show comes out next week or whatever. And I was just like, man, that trailer looked really good, but it did. It it didn't excite me in any way. Once somebody said that, like, oh, you get to watch it next week. Whereas, and and I'll tell you what, like the Game of Thrones prequel has got me. I haven't seen uh, Sunday's episode. And I'm just like, Somebody's going to say something. Somebody's going to say something. But that's what I think happened is HBO was like, yeah, we have a lot of property that we don't feel like dealing with. Let's put Game of Thrones back on the air with, yeah. with the new Game of Thrones show and just cancel everything, everything else. else. Yeah, because I don't care about it. I don't want to deal with it. We're making money. We got Game of Thrones. Yeah, I, I think honestly, it was just the, the Warner Brothers thing. Yeah, because they own HBO. I think that was the story we covered. I think it was that guy. Yeah. Who then, because you're like, oh man, this guy's exciting. And then it was like, cancel, 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 cancel. Kill it all. 
And I was like, okay, all right. They mean it. 21, 21 Jump Street. Whoa. We're in... We've been doing this for like five years now. I loved it. I laughed a lot. A lot, I was, yeah. I, I very... I remembered it being vulgar, and I feel like this is going to come off as like, I don't care for vulgar content, and that's not what I'm trying to say here. It was very vulgar in terms of language, not like, like there was like, I think one scene where there was like naked people. Uh, I guess two. (laughs) They come down the stairs and are like, what was that girl in the back doing? (laughs) (laughs) What is this movie? Uh, It's too good. But it was like, they they were dropping... F bombs and everything. It's it, like you're it like. It sounds like I'm up, upset about this. It's funny because, like, you're saying like, "Oh man, I did not remember it being so vulgar." As if the one quote you remember from this movie isn't just "fuck you, science." <laughs> I know, I know, but <laughs> which I mean is the greatest one of the greatest reveals in comedy history because they're they're showing him writing and then you turn around and it's just this well, mural of fours <laughs> and if you're a subtitle boy like me yeah. and you watch this for the first time and you see what he's saying like you know that he's talking absolute nonsense absolute nonsense yeah. but in the theater when you don't have subtitles i remember thinking that he was like actually saying something sciency yeah and i was like god that's hilarious yeah <laughs> You say like the flux capacitor attaches yeah. to a thing, remove the two. <laughs> the movie is hilarious. Potassium yeah. monoxide no, or whatever. It is definitely uh it is definitely vulgar. They just swear a lot. And it was like I didn't think I was gonna care, but I feel like the way like when I think about comparing this to something like Book Smart. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that is kind of the contemporary version. And Book Smart's not better because they don't swear. Book Smart's different in every way. Uh yeah. And they Although think, not I'm, that different. I'm certain they do swear. Probably. I've seen Booksmart. I don't remember, but they're not that different. These two movies? Yeah. I guess it got Jonah Hill. And Beanie Feldstein. Beanie Feldstein's in this? No. She's in Booksmart. Oh, that's what I'm saying. She's yeah, the lead yeah. in Booksmart. Yeah, yeah. She's Jonah Hill's sister. I know. Yeah. 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 But you know, like Channing Tatum in Booksmart. I kept waiting for Jason Sudeikis to show up. I'm very surprised when he didn't. I remember him being in every comedy from this era. You do remember him being? Yeah. Yeah, I do too. It was it was a staple. Because this is the year before We're the Millers. Man. What a break. The year after Horrible Bosses. This is after Horrible Bosses? Yeah, it was 11. Because I kept thinking about Horrible Bosses while watching this. Yeah, this is like six months later. Dang. This movie doesn't... This is one of those nostalgia hits. Like 2012 doesn't feel that long ago. No, it was 10 years ago. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, because n- n- I don't think we're probably ever going to really cover it on this show. Like, I don't think we... There's For us to do the sequel to this. Like Really? I mean, like, I feel like we're just going to talk about the exact same Maybe. things. I, I like the sequel. Oh, I know. That's what I was, that's what I was about to say, though, is like the sequel's really good. It is really good. Yeah. Like that doesn't happen. Horrible Bosses 2 was awful. I didn't see it. It was terrible. In the first one, you <laughs> but like, like a lot of the jokes I remember from the franchise are from the second one. Yes. Because like I, he, Ice Cube doesn't do the hey, Doug. <laughs> What's up, Doug? <laughs> when she's a... <laughs> He does the whole meeting. He's like, because you're fucking my daughter. (laughs) (laughs) And like that is in the second one. And in my in my mind, I was like, no, it's all like nothing funny happens in the second one. It's all from the first movie. No, because in the second one, when he finds out. Oh, shit. (laughs) Yeah. Ice Cube is really good in the second one. Yeah. Almost. I would say improved. Yeah. Ice Cube is great. Anytime you get let him do that character. Angry black police captain. (laughs) Yeah. You're thinking I'm a stereotype. (laughs) I feel like that whole monologue was a meta joke as well. Not, I mean, a very on the nose meta joke, but like, 
they were like, yeah, we don't have an idea for this character, so this is how we're introducing it. Yeah. The thing I loved about that whole group of people was the like the two women, the women team. Yeah. That every time they would come back and be like, we just busted eight more drug dealers. <laughs> Acting like it's something that just like you do all the time. (laughs) (laughs) They always came in in ridiculous costumes. Right. And one of them's Dakota Johnson, the girl who got Ellen canceled. Dakota Johnson got Ellen canceled. Yeah. That's the like the Hollywood theory. Good for you, Dakota Johnson. Yeah. Right. I don't know. I think here's my thing about because she she did that thing where Ellen was like, oh, you didn't invite me to your birthday party. And she was like, bitch, I did. You didn't come. Whoa. You never seen this? No. Yeah. Like in the middle of the show. Hold on. Hold on. While you're pulling that up, my thing with Ellen is I understand we're canceling Ellen DeGeneres because she's like really mean to her staff and really rude to her guests. And she's like, not that great of a show host. I'm with literally I typed in D.A.K. And the first result was Dakota Johnson Ellen. Really? Yeah. Well, but I feel like Jimmy Kimmel cannot be better to be around than Ellen DeGeneres. Jimmy Jimmy Fallon gets canceled every 45 Jimmy minutes. Jimmy Fallon, Jimmy Kimmel. Jimmy Kimmel, yeah, sorry. But it doesn't stick. The no. Ellen cancellation no. has stuck. Because, like, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm actually, I'm about to say what I'm going to say. Some of these snowflakes. Don't, no. Mm-mm. No? You can't say that. Can't? Mm-mm. Because that's what they're being. But, like, some of these kids learn Every day that Jimmy Fallon was on the man show, Jimmy Kimmel, Jimmy Kimmel <laughs> was on the, man, was show. On the man show, but the man show was also satire, right? But like it, uh, it, ever since we first talked about the man show and you reminded me that it was Jimmy Kimmel and Joe Rogan on the man show, I see it. It's the, it's the Bader Meinhof thing. It's like, I see it everywhere now where every single day somebody is like, Jimmy, F- Jimmy Kimmel, <laughs> Jimmy Fallon again, Jimmy Kimmel, I'm thinking about the superior Jimmy. I'm sorry. You think Fallon is the superior Jimmy? Out of out of Fallon and Kimmel, you absolutely. You know what's crazy? Fallon is the superior American late night talk show host. Yeah. And I hate that that's true. Yeah, absolutely. Every bit he does, the roots are funny. Yeah. The guests he gets are so good. I will so say, good. Kimmel has good segments. Like, it's probably it's probably Fallon, Kimmel, everybody else. Who did I just say was good? Fallon. Yeah, Fallon yeah. is good. You think Kimmel is the next one? They're all so bad right now. I, I, mean, I never watched Seth Meyers. I bet Seth Meyers is still good. I watch Colbert interviews from time to time. Yeah. I got fell off. Oh, that you you said that guy fell off. Yeah. Uh, that guy fell off. They're not as good as they used to be. No. And his, and his audience or not his audience his his guest is never yeah. as good as it should be. I feel like these media tours have gotten lazy. I do. Yeah. Florence Pugh. Pew, pew, pew. I think though it, Fallon has the best ability to turn a mediocre guest into a great bit. I would agree with that. Like he has the most, he's able to put energy into people in a way that some of the other ones aren't. I also think he's the best with child stars. I would agree. And I'm really scared that I'm going to say that. And like tomorrow there's going to be a horrifying story about Jimmy Fallon with child stars. Dakota Johnson was in 50 shades of gray. Count for me, Anastasia. One. Oh my God. Right? Good and you, for you, Anastasia. You can tell that like Ellen is so actually upset yeah. at this situation that she's being called out on her own show for her own BS. And, and she is just like trying so hard not to get mad. And Dakota Johnson is trying not to actually be hurt. Right. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> so it was, it was after that, that, that people started digging well i've known for a long time that ellen was a bad host that was a story that the right people started digging oh yeah because i'm not you're not going to cancel somebody 
Like, I also, you're I think, not gonna, you're not gonna ru- get the ball rolling. I think I'd be too forgiving and too patient with Allen. I think I was never an intern. I would be the best freaking intern. <laughs> Just like people with higher level jobs walking all over me. Yeah, I mean, it, it entertainment is definitely one of those ones where people like do the thing and then have to be told later on that they were being abused. Yeah. All the time, because it's like you're you're the, that kind of person is predisposed to, I think, letting people get away with stuff with them. Right. Um. That. Yeah. And then you always hear it's like, man, I didn't realize until way later on that that was just the worst thing for me. Yeah. And people be like, yeah, I didn't I didn't sleep for two years. Like I couldn't. I, I was miserable. And Have I'm you like, seen any? I didn't know why the Jeanette McCurdy interviews. Oh, my God, dude. Brutal. The one. I want to read the book I, like, and that's not my thing at all. I do want to read the memoir because that is my thing. <laughs> yeah, but I don't like white people memoirs. I like white female comedian memoir. <laughs> and I'm a big fan of female comedians. I, I follow a lot of comedy pages on Facebook. I'm old. Whoa. I'm really old. Yeah. I dated myself right there. Yeah. But I would follow a lot of like stand up pages on Facebook. And if I almost always, if it's a female comedian, I'll watch through the whole bit. Like as a, you know, you know who gets me every time is Taylor Tomlinson. Taylor Tomlinson is a blonde girl, right? You sort of. Yes. No. Yes. Not like blonde, blonde. So she doesn't look like the girl from the blaze. From the blaze. Tony Loren, Tori Loren, Tony Loren. (laughs) Tommy Laren. Tommy Laren. Yeah, that's it. No, she was on Blaze for a long time. Who were we just talking about? Giancarlo Esposito. (laughs) Giancarlo Esposito. Uh, Taylor Tomlinson. Taylor Tomlinson. She just got a Netflix special. Good for her. Oh, I do. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. But I see. Yeah, I see her stuff on the internet all the time. And I'm always like, this girl's hilarious. Absolutely. This is hysterical. That's exactly. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly. She's very funny. She wears like a leather jacket on stage. She's hysterical, man. Very funny. I love non-binary comedians. They always have the best jokes. (laughs) Absolutely. Uh because that it's it's the same like we're we're witnessing the birth of the uh the like non-binary the gender queer the non non-conforming the fluid comedian the same way that like people were witnessed the like being allowed to have black comedians on television right it's like they can they can make the jokes that nobody's been able to make right for years exactly and every and now it's it's the same thing it's like nobody will absolutely slay a trans person like another like a trans comedian like a trans comedian <laughs> it's the best thing dude when you because and it's it's generally it's comedy being made by people that are i think more attuned to respecting others feelings so it really never gets awkward right like it never gets weird because i guarantee and i don't do it for this reason i can't I, there's no way i can go back and watch like dane cook specials like you don't think they'd be any good no, I think that'd be hilarious, but I think that like oh, like nobody he, can say those. He things. has to have have, have said horrible because <laughs> I can think about like the like the um. Where's the handle? Oh my god, <laughs> not that's that is still funny. That is so good. That is still funny. That is still funny. <laughs> like the BK Lounge is classic. <laughs> um, but like the thing about the school shooter, the guy that goes not school shooter, the guy that goes and blows up his office. What? I don't remember this joke. The like the thanks for the. Oh yeah, bit <laughs> where he like <laughs> he like trains the 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 guy that's gonna blow his office up to not kill him. Right, like thanks for the kid. You can't say that anymore. But like that was the funniest comedy bit, two thousand eight or whatever, whatever year Vicious Circle came out. There was also get back in the fiery water. Back in the fiery water. <laughs> somebody, somebody got some fire. We got a hole here. Put some fire on it. <laughs> 
He was such a good physical comedian. Dude, he really it's, was. It's really a shame what happened to him. Uh, yeah. With his brother and everything. Um, you can Google that one. Like, yeah. Like Googling the thing from the start of the episode. But like um, when he was on stage, he was electric. He was so good. He did the the the, the Madison Square Garden with the circle stage. Yeah. For a comedian. <laughs> like, you know what's crazy is like Kevin Hart would look at that and say it wasn't even a quarter of what I want comedy to be. Yeah. You know what I like, what Kevin Hart's doing yeah. to the to the industry on the commercial side while like TikTok is doing the work on the indie side yeah. is TikTok's doing all of the lifting in every industry right now, with the exception of movies. Correct. TikTok. TikTok the worst thing to ever happen to movies, the best thing to ever happen to music, to Yes. <laughs> art. <laughs> to like not art, but like artists. Yes. To Etsy sellers, to like everybody oh my except. God, yes. Although, do you ever get on like small business TikTok and it's all like videos of people making TikToks because they feel like they have to to get reach, but they don't like making TikToks? Yeah. I mean, it's the same with mu music. And they're like, is that everybody's like, my label does this, my label does that. And it's like, that sucks. You have to promote your own music now. Yeah. You see a lot of people that are like, yeah, I just got a record contract and like from TikTok or whatever, and they expect me to keep making TikToks, and that's fine. A lot of older musicians that are like, I never had to do this before. <laughs> it's like, yeah, the, the, the face is so much more immediately valuable to like the musician than it ever was. Oh my God. Yes. Like a lot of musicians I like, I don't even know what they look like. Yeah. You know, like I know yeah. what Taylor Swift looks like. If you pulled up a picture of Sean Mendez right now and said, identify Sean Mendez, I would say, I don't know that that's a picture of Sean Mendez. <laughs> I think I saw a picture of Sean Mendez in like, like a Fonzie type John Travolta outfit Yeah, in like blue jeans and like a leather jacket. And now that's all I can think of when I think of Sean Mendez. Like, I don't know what Sean Mendez looks like to me. He's a white guy in a leather, like biker jacket. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. With some like slicked out Timothy Chalamet hair. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what Sean Mendes looks like. I know what a lot of musicians I look, I like look like Ariana Grande. I know what she looks like. <sighs> I'm not sure I would uh, put Ariana Grande in the category of musicians. I like, I, I mean, I wouldn't say that about Sean Mendes. I don't think either. Uh, let's see. Although if, I mean that so Sean Mendes does have some, some, some heaters. Do you ever see those TikToks where no, forget what I was just going to say. Okay. Did you see Eli Manning trying out for Penn? State? Oh my God. <laughs> And they like get upset that he's ineligible and can't play on the team. Yeah. And he's out there. What is it, like Bradley thunder or something? Yeah. Chad thunder or something. Chad thunder, I think. And then, yeah, but at the end of it, bombs, just slinging bombs. And then at the end of it, he pulls his mask off. And I don't think the students realized it was Eli Manning. Yeah. I mean, he's just kind of uh, some white dude. I could identify Peyton and Eli Manning in public. I could identify Tom Brady, Kirk. Cousins. Could you anymore? Yeah. Tom Brady having his like face thinned progressively. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, I could recognize Tom yeah, Brady. No, I know. Um, Aaron Rodgers, Kirk Cousins. I could recognize a fair few. Active quarterbacks? Active quarterbacks, yeah. I couldn't recognize Tua. Couldn't recognize... No, you absolutely could not recognize Tua because I couldn't figure out why my brain was looking at Russell Wilson in a Dolphins jersey. Dolphins got great colors. They do. The gang safe colors. <laughs> uh, I, don't, yeah, I don't know what Derek Carr looks like. I mean, I do know what Derek I Carr could, looks like, but that is not a face I can stick in my mind. Immediately. Derek Carr in a bar. Oh my God, that's quarterback for the Las Vegas Raiders. That's Derek Carr. I know I could identify Russell Wilson. What would you do if you went I could identify the bar and you saw Derek Carr or a quarterback that you cared about? I, I couldn't tell you what Josh Allen looks like. Nope, that's just. I a couldn't guy. tell you what Mac Jones looks like. Justin Herbert has a SoFi commercial. I couldn't that tell I you what. Seen I couldn't times. tell you what Justin Herbert looks like. I don't think I'd recognize Justin Herbert in a bar. I don't think I'd recognize Jared Goff. 
No, nope. I don't. I would recognize Carson Wentz. I would recognize Matt Stafford. I would recognize Matt Stafford anywhere. I don't think I. Oh yeah, I would. Matt Stafford has the stupidest Joe look on his Shiesty, face all the time. I would absolutely be like that dude's really tall and looks I, like a quarterback. I, I would know who Joe Burrow was yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Um, Baker Mayfield. I don't think I would pick up on right away. No, I would know. Like if somebody was like, "Oh, that's Baker Mayfield." I who am, plays? Ma- who's the quarterback for the uh, Jaguars? Garner Trevor Minshew. Lawrence. Oh yeah, no, Trevor Lawrence is now. Yeah, I was thinking Gardner Minshew. Gardner Minshew, I wouldn't recognize that, but no, but Gardner Minshew does not more than any other NFL quarterback, like in recent memory, does not look like an NFL quarterback. Correct, he looks like <laughs> a kid. Yeah, I was like every time they put his photo up, I was like, who is that? What happened to Blake Bortles? <laughs> <laughs> he was the guy. Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence looks like a guy we went to college with. I, he doesn't actually, but he looks like a guy we went to college with, and so that's all I could picture. You know, uh, Tommy O'Neill. I do know Tommy. He looks O'Neal. like Trevor Lawrence in my mind. Tommy O'Neill used to come to my restaurant. He's a he's a nice enough guy. Yeah. Married Maggie. What was her maiden name? Schumacher. Yeah. No. Yes. Was no, it? She, it was something. Not Schumacher. It was something. I don't know. She's Maggie O'Neill. She has been for a long time. I know. That's yeah. <laughs> There's plenty of those people that I went to college with. Where I'm like, you have a different last name, and I don't remember what your name was before that, and therefore I don't remember you. Also, the worst is when people get married more than once. Oh, did you see the, the our original bacon and eggs hater? Uh, Katie Clay got married. It's not Katie Clay anymore. She's a bacon and eggs hater. You remember Katie Clay from college? Not I Katie Clay from high school. Katie Clay from college. Katie Clay from college. The one that we sent out the email blast to that put us back on blast. Oh, yes. And I would, I followed her. I'd have to follow her. I friend her on Facebook and I would invite her <laughs> to watch every single week. <laughs> no way. Yeah. She got married. Katie Bortles. Katie Bortles. <laughs> Did I ever tell you about my, uh, he's like a, <laughs> Not an acquaintance, but he's like a friend once removed. He's a like, friend of mine's cousin. Whoa. Guy that I met. Um, yeah. That his friend of mine's cousin. And he went on a date with like a quarterback that he used to like's daughter. Whoa. And didn't realize that she was her his daughter. Right. Because they were divorced or she had her mom's name. And he had like jerseys in the closet. No way. Of this Mark Brunel guy for the Jaguars. Like yeah, back yeah. in the 90s or whatever. 2000s. I don't know when he was. Jaguars back in whenever they started. Um, but yeah, he, he was like, man, I was terrified for her to like open my closet door and be like, why do you have my dad's jerseys in here? She better be cool with that. No, dude, that would be so weird. If you just didn't say anything about it. No. And then like, and then like you went to, he was like, oh yeah, grab a hoodie. And she was like, this is my dad's football jersey. Cause he's not like, it's not like he's Tom Brady. I wouldn't recognize Tom Brady's kids. I wouldn't recognize G- Giselle. I mean, I think I would notice that the air smelled sweeter if she was in the room. <laughs> just, just the, the raw presence. Right. Like I think that she would, you know, when people say people light up a room, I think a room with Shakira in it. Yeah. Would, any supermodel dull. Yeah. When Giselle walked in. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, supermodels do have that effect. You ever yeah. been in a room with a real like except like a supermodel no 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 you've never been in a room with a supermodel not like a not like a starter <laughs> not like giselle <laughs> yeah not <laughs> i want to see bachelor. that made sense right like yeah i've seen bachelor live on stage becca was very pretty yeah but she still doesn't like a room that she was in would dull to the sparkle of giselle of, of all-time supermodel giselle uh-huh. bunchin yeah <laughs> yes. probably you could get the same effect of Heidi Klum walked in. Yeah. But sometimes it's unexpected. Imagine being in a room that Charlize Theron walks in. Charlize Theron is like intimidating. Right. I don't think I've, I've ever been so scared. Yeah. I mean, like 
It's definitely still a presence. Oh, for sure. I think she could give Giselle a run for her money. But like, I like n- neither of them could sneak into a room. Correct. Like Taylor Swift could sneak into a room. I would recognize Taylor Swift. I would recognize Taylor Swift for sure. Yeah. I would Although on, on some level, I wouldn't. I would see her because be like, I'm like, you like are the standard or were for a while of like blonde women that are approximately our age. Yeah. So like, I see a lot of you around. <laughs> Rude. <laughs> what Taylor? Taylor. It's giving me Taylor. It's giving Taylor. The whole point is you don't have to say the me. <laughs> oh, we have completely failed to talk about Twenty One Jump Street. I disagree. This is okay. all about Twenty One. I mean, it is. It I mean, is. here's what you got to do if you want to watch. If you want to talk Twenty One Jump Street, um, have you checked the section marked the Clash, Clash at Demon Head? Brie Larson. What if that's what we put over? I need somebody, a listener, to send us a sign that you make. With your hand balls. Your hand balls. <laughs> your hand balls. What's my idea? Do you want a Clash of Demon Head poster? Yes, a Clash of... No, I want a section. Oh. Like, almost like a CD rack section. No. <laughs> for the... for like, like a sign, like you're entering the, the, the Clash, Clash of Demon, Demon Head, Head section. Section, yeah. What if that's what you did for your wedding, was instead of like traditional wedding invitations, you just put everybody's invitation in a record store, and maybe they find it. <laughs> maybe they don't. <laughs> you do the tab thing. <laughs> <Right>. like, <laughs> yeah, I have a I get 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 some of my punk friends to like flyer the town. <laughs> right. But like Do you know this guy? <laughs> if you do, you're supposed to be at his wedding. But only Yeah, like if you don't, this message <laughs> yeah. isn't for you. Yeah. <laughs> do flyers work for bands? Have you ever been sitting at a bar and seen a flyer for a band you've never heard of and been like, oh, let's go to the Clash Demon Head tonight? Um, no, no, I haven't. I'll say it. I, it's worked at like bachelor parties. I've I'll been, go to the dueling piano bar because they have a flyer. Yeah. If, uh, yeah. I'll, I'll do. Actually, that's not. I mean, I would go if I was at a bachelor party, I would I would go to a dueling piano bar because of a flyer. But like normally, like, I don't know, that's like the least likely way to get me to do something, even like not like a show. Right. I would assume any flyer that is hanging on any bulletin board is right. three months past due. Yeah. So there's no need so for me to check it. So it's a party at Tom's house. <laughs> right. I would DM even, for Addy. <laughs> or I think it would said like, today it's, uh, what day of the month is it? September 20, September 20th. I think if the sign's like party 925, I would assume 925, 21. Like a year ago. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. But uh, yeah, like if, if I was like leaving a baseball game and there were people outside that were like, yo, there's an after party, there's a baseball game at McAdoo's or whatever. Like the last thing that would get me to do that is to like spontaneously tell me that outside of a. Really? I yeah. think that would, I would assume that the after party was lame because the man organized it. So I wouldn't go. <laughs> But that would have a much like there. Uh, there'd be a chance I'd go. Yeah, like if it was not if there was not somebody else in the party, it was like, oh, I think we should do that. I would just be like, yeah, fuck that, dude. No way. I I would I, rather go to any other after party in the world right now. I don't know why. <laughs> I'm not saying it's rational at all. But that's just that is my like. Ethan crashes the marching band's after prom at 30 <laughs> years old. Okay, any other not weird <laughs> after party, in the, but like. <laughs> I don't know. But if, if you had like texted me ahead of time and been like, yo, there's an after party after the f- baseball game today at McAdoo's. We should go to that. I'd be like, hell yeah. Dude. Yes, we should. Yes, we should. But like wings if, if some fries. Yeah. yeah boneless wings. <laughs> <Right>. Thank you. <laughs> 
Mac could be a huge beard. Have you seen that TikTok trend? No. Oh, yeah. Yes. I have. I have. What is she going to say? The other the other thing I've seen is just so many girls being like, uh, I asked my boyfriend and he said that my crystal was meth. I asked my boyfriend and he told me my season was not Meg. And I'm just like, and they're like, oh, all the comments like, oh, man, men are so stupid. Like, I don't know why my like my boyfriend would do the same thing. And it's like, yeah, dude, they're fucking with you. Like <laughs> your boyfriend they, knows what a season is. He thinks this is hilarious. He thinks this is hilarious. <laughs> and then I'm watching your video and being like, that's hilarious. That's, pretty that's good. one I hadn't come up with yet. Yeah. What did you say? Oh, man. I think guess, we- guess who hasn't asked? My fiance, your fiance, Mary Clay Watt, asked me and you, and then made a TikTok about us. <laughs> did she really? Yeah, you didn't see that. No, is yeah, she embracing she the, the possum? <laughs> Hold on, I need to see that. This episode of Bacon and Eggs is called Ethan plays Tyler things <laughs> from his phone. That <laughs> was a YouTube short earlier. <laughs> Sorry, I mistake. I have a I have a qualm uh, about geek culture. Before you play this, a qualm our, about our geek culture. Um, oh. I don't like Dimension Twenty on TikTok. What I don't mean to say is, I guess what I mean to say is I don't like to see Dimension 20 clips for the first time on TikTok. Yeah. And I haven't watched like five of the campaigns. Yeah. So I just feel like I'm getting spoilers. Yeah. And they're not giving me other ways to consume the advertisements for Dimension 20. So this is an interesting, I watch Game Changers and the shows that comes off Game Changer on Dropout. And like your brother only watches the TikTok clips of Game Changer. Like has never seen the real show, does not have a, t- I, but like, I would guarantee you just the amount of clips they do. He has seen several entire episodes of that show. Oh yeah. Like just in, in one by one clips. Yeah. It's so good. Uh, but yeah, Mary Clay did the thing. Here's the sound everyone for everybody who wants to see it. And who doesn't know what we're talking about. feels like I sounded so nice when I said you're a fall slash autumn every day of the week. I feel like when I said that originally, it sounded like you're a fall every day of the week. But then when it came across in the text message in the blue ink, I read it like you are a fall every, every day, day of the, of the week. week. <laughs> but yeah, what, what I love even more than this is the trend of people <laughs> duetting it and trying to like guess, guess what it's it, going to yes. say. Because they get so high. Like, I saw one guy that was just followed this girl down a rabbit hole. I like, got every single one. He was, by the end of it, he's like jumping up and down on his bed. I like, know you. <laughs> but yeah, it was like her stone was like lapis lazuli. And he's like, fuck yeah, Minecraft. I know this one. Let's go. <laughs> I have seen that one. <laughs> fuck you, science. <laughs> What's the other one? Oh, yes. Fuck you, Miles Davis. And he yes. jumps through the gong. I forgot about that one yeah. for so long. Yes. <laughs> he dives through the gong. <laughs> and then he, and Eric comes Dave Franco giving in a truly worldly performance here. Oh, I love Dave, Dave Franco. Dave Franco, and this, this is so good. When they're like. <laughs> because he's so good at like being fake serious and just doing that like face. <laughs> right. He nails the like pretty boy eco yeah. popular kid. Yeah, absolutely nails it. Um, he this, comes up, he's like, "Bro, it's so neat how you just sabotage that track race. That shit's barbaric, bro." <laughs> yes, 
Jenko's looking all like, what? I like how his name is Jankum. Or they, it's Janko. Yeah. Don't Google don't Jankum. Google Jankum, please, God. That was an unlocked memory I didn't want. That was one I... I was thinking about Devin Wells very You always recently. had those those people in your group that that was the most interesting thing in the world to them. <laughs> was the concept of Jacob. It was, it was <laughs> Devin Wells. I thought about him the other day and I can't remember why, but <laughs> dude, so every I'll come back to this in a second. But every time I see one of those like CBD vape stores, they're like, "We sell Kratom." K R A T O M. And I don't know what Kratom is, but all I can think of is Jacob. <laughs> They're like selling it. Like, ah. Ew. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Gross. Uh, I've laughed a lot during this episode. My neck hurts. <laughs> I'm sorry. My neck hurts from laughing and looking slightly to the right while I do it. <laughs> I never know. Are we supposed to look at the camera? Are we supposed I to feel like sometimes other? I'm like looking at you and sometimes I'm like, yeah, I think we've done the interview process for so long. We're like, but I spend so much of the podcast. I've realized just like looking <laughs> there is There's a spot on the table that the listeners can't see. It just is 1730. That's exactly what I look it's at. Been stuck in my head for weeks because but of like, this stupid table. I can see myself in the video, in the post, just like talking my ass off. <laughs> right. Just like, so what do you do at those points? as an editor do you get my reaction to everything you're saying or am i usually just sitting there like (laughs) (laughs) back and forth sometimes mostly and you just look at me look at that have you seen the videos of charlie cox that man has been playing daredevil so long he has forgotten how to look at people yeah he doesn't look at anybody (laughs) he gave an interview at d23 or whatever where he is just like that the interviewer is over here and the camera's over here and he is looking just cutting right down the middle (laughs) Looked like a soldier just back from Normandy, like <laughs> just, just not the, at anything. Have you seen the TikTok about uh, Harry Styles where it's like a picture of Harry Styles in the dress, right? And then he goes, when did men stop being men? This is what real men. And it's like a clip of somebody at Normandy. Yeah. And then like it cuts away to whoever I follow that stitched it and is like actually straight up. Yeah. I have no idea what the original video ends with. Here's my thing. Harry Styles was in 1917. It was not in 1917. He was in um, Dunkirk. Literally doesn't matter. It's a whole different war. Okay. It's D-Day. The same war as d right? No. What's Dunkirk? Dunkirk is the same war as D-Day. Yeah. Yeah. But it's not D-Day. And also 1917 is not. No, but the the, the in the TikTok, oh, there's yeah. the people storming yeah. the beaches. Oh, no, Normandy. I've seen that of like, it's a picture of Harry Styles wearing the dress. And then they'll be like, man, you used to be like this. And it's a picture of Harry Styles, like laying on the beach in the <laughs> in the military uniform in Dunkirk. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh. Hey, if the if the worst thing in your life is Harry Styles wearing a dress, God bless you. You're doing OK. Harry Styles can wear whatever he wants. That's what I'm saying. If that's if that's your biggest problem, I envy you. Have you seen the TikToks making fun of Harry Styles at concerts? No. And like a Harry Styles in between songs. Oh yeah. <laughs> Which you go there? Huh? What is it? He is has it urn? He has the longest. Pass it up here. So what should we do with the urn? <laughs> he has the longest time in between songs. With I'm sure the exception of Taylor Swift, from what I've heard about her performances. Does she talk a lot? Yeah. Because I've seen a bunch of like. I've only ever been to Taylor Swift concerts. People that like after COVID was over, like went to concerts and like, man, bands just don't talk. They're like, Taylor talks for five, six minutes between every song. 
And I'm just like, cool. Like, I'm, you seem to love it, but like, you gotta understand, like, touch some grass. Understand that that is not the norm. <laughs> Taylor doesn't. Taylor's getting paid for every bit of this show. Yeah. Like, <laughs> the stadium paid for her. That is usually untrue. Really? Yeah. They charge every act a rental fee, basically. But is it the same rental fee? For for stadiums? Yeah, I would imagine. You think at the, the Berglund Center here in Roanoke? That is not a stadium. That is barely an arena, my dude. <laughs> arena? That's the word I couldn't remember. Right, but you, you're talking about the difference. It's like, Taylor Swift isn't going to play at the Berglund <laughs> Center. She's also not going to play at John Paul Jones Arena. She's going to play at, like... FedEx Field. Right. If and they're going to sell every ticket every four nights in a row. Yes. Harry Style just booked out like 10 nights at the Madison Square Garden, 10 nights at the Staples Center. Like back to back. Why it's not? Like, because you're, because touring must be way better if you spend a week and a half in oh, a city. Def it definitely <laughs> is. It definitely is. But it's like nobody, like, like it, previous to that, it was like Ed Sheeran goes three days at Madison Square Garden, sells them all out. And it's like, oh my God. And Harry Styles is like, no, I'll do 10 nights. I'm Harry Styles. Harry Styles. I'm, I'm dating Olivia Wilde. You see, the thing I like about the movie it is it feels like a movie. He's just doing an Austin Powers impression, but like like the tenor version or like the baritone version of that. You know, when people say we're going way out there right now, people say the Kardashians have no reason to be famous. I think Harry Styles is what I'd point them to is at the end of One Direction, when they all split up, you yeah. had five acts who could take the spotlight that One Direction had. Yeah. Right? And I would argue Harry Styles did that hand over foot. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Like the other four, I think one of them like sells clothes and three of them are like still pop stars, right? Yeah. So that my little Ed Sheeran interlude there. Yeah, loved it. I think there was like a whole league of these socialites that Kim Kardashian was a part of, that Paris Hilton was a part of, but also not just women who like did that particular thing, but like these kind of socialites that could rise to the top. And I would argue Kim Kardashian is working as hard as Harry Styles. Right. But like, like you don't know what Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen are up to. No, but you know what Kim Kardashian's up to. I do. Yes. But like Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen were actors. They made something. They, they were, did something. They were child actors. Okay. But like, <laughs> but when actors they were, are actors, right? But they were child actors. And then they were socialite models and fashion world people. They didn't act as adults. I think the argument that people are making is that like, if the only thing that you are that talented at is being famous, you don't deserve to be famous. But that's my thing is like Kim Kardashian obviously can't be only talented at being famous. I think Kim, if you put Kim Kardashian next to Addison Rae, to me, Kim Kardashian worked harder. Yeah, I would agree. But at least like Addison Rae's like made movies. Okay, Charlie D'Amelio. I guess she made a movie too, right? Or makes I guess. A show I, already? Yeah, Charlie D'Amelio makes music. Charlie D'Amelio makes music? No, maybe it's Dixie. It's Dixie. Oh, what an unfortunate name. Yeah, Dixie D'Amelio. It's not great. But like she has, her, she's about as good as Haley Steinfeld. Nobody's as good as Haley Steinfeld. Um, I, I don't, there's some Dixie D'Amelio song that is always stuck in my head and just like it's one of those things, like because they are definitely borderline kardashians we're like oh yeah because like, they, they have the like keeping up the demelios or whatever yeah and whenever i see them even if they do stuff i'm just like oh they're only doing this because xyz and i like i know it's the same for addison ray and like i don't I know th i think she i don't know i don't follow the top people on tiktok my understanding is addison ray is not what she once was what do you mean in terms of like size oh probably yeah. Compare, like it used to be like Addison and Charlie were like neck and neck. And now sure. I think like Dixie is like 
Well, we, I mean, we haven't, we have not hit the PewDiePie of TikTok yet. No, we're, we're, like, we're still if, in the stage where Kabi Lame is, is like Ray William Johnson. Right. Actually, that that's exactly who he is. But like, you're in the, you're in those days where like, oh man, the first guy to beat the wine cone just happened. Right. Like you're not at PewDiePie has a hundred million subs. Right. Like, what does that look like? Because it's going to be such a higher number. Yeah. Cause, cause Charlie D'Amelio has like 150 million followers. I bet that's low. Uh, that was the last time I looked, but like that is more than anybody's ever had on YouTube. Is it really? Yeah. I mean, yeah. They're going to like T series. Yeah. I think they're in the mid hundred millions, like early hundred millions. But, but also like you get like a Ruby trophy when you get that. I mean, imagine how much money you've brought to Google <laughs> in those. Right. But, but it's like, it's the same thing with like, if you get a million TikTok followers, you might not even qualify for the creator fund. Right. You know, it's like if you get a million dollars or you get a million YouTube subscribers, somebody comes and hands you a piece of gold. Right. <laughs> so like the numbers are bonkers in compared. Absolutely insane. But I don't know, like it because Addison Ray didn't do anything either. Right. But I saw her in uh, she's the man. He's the man. He's all that. He's all that. He's all that. Yeah. And I, I she was charming. I enjoyed her performance and it made me like her more. So when I see her Croak on TikTok, douche. yeah, when I see her on TikTok, I'm I'm more likely to like look favorably upon her. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, I mean like there will emerge Kim Kardashian though is the, the thing is Kim Kardashian is insufferable. Oh, I disagree. Like Kim's I cannot that fathom how anybody is interested in hearing her talk. Kim's not that bad. Kim like <sighs> if you watch the show yeah, but I'm not, I'm not gonna. It's the ones who actually literally don't work or you don't know what they do. Yeah. Like I've heard of Kim Kardashian makeup. I think the, the interesting shift has been like, oh, Kim Kardashian is only famous because her dad was OJ's second lawyer. And right. it's like, no, she's only famous. And this is this is the truth. It's like the person who worked was Chris. The mom? Yeah. I, was, I thought you were going to say the person that worked with Ray J. No. I mean, he definitely <laughs> helps. But like, cause you know, cause name you, a Ray J song. I can't. I could, I, uh, I'm not saying, I'm not saying he helped his own career. I'm saying right. he, he helped Kim. Right. The, that leaked sex tape was the best thing to ever happen to her. Maybe not the best thing, but I think she made the best. I think, I think she leaked it. I think she, Ooh, I don't know. Yeah. I think she leaked it, but that was the best of a bad situation. Absolutely. It was a bad situation. Like yeah. even if she was the one that leaked it, like she still played that out. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Cause her mom was crazy good at this. Yeah. Yeah. That's the person you should be impressed with is, is Chris. And I'm not saying like Kim Kardashian has not worked for it and has like definitely taken what could have been. Hold on. Didn't young gravy get Addison Ray's mom pregnant? Did he? Yes, man. I'll tell you what I have in regards to younger. I love young gravy for starters. Uh, yeah, that guy's fine. <laughs> but like I, yeah, I am like, I, I'm going to sound like a hipster here, but I'm like talking about the time that I literally wasn't like a hipster about something. Cause like it was like four years ago, 20 it's the end of 2017, early 2018, where my friends were legitimately like young gravy is the next thing. And I was like, this guy sucks. Like there's no way you're right. There's no way you're right. And now it's like four or five years down the line. And he is one of the biggest artists on the planet and his songs are everywhere. And I'm like, man, I, I look, I look dumb. I look, I look, I look like so, I, I look I, I, so I'm dumb. The, now we look like <laughs> bad guys, right? Incompetent. <laughs> bad guys. Exactly how I feel. Cause they were just a hundred percent right. And I go back and listen to the songs. It's like, it, it wasn't that I didn't like the songs, but I was like, there's no way this is like serious. Right. Cause in 2017, it didn't feel like it had a place in the world. And, and now in 2022, I'm like young gravy might be the savior. <laughs> 
Young Gravy, the only person who can make anybody happy anymore. Do you remember Happy by Pharrell Williams? If I never hear Happy by Pharrell Williams again, I'm okay. I'm I'm very like that's one of the ones that I'm like I don't have to show my kids this one. Yeah, please. I'll God. show them blurred lines. Not as like a weird message or anything. I just that's another one of those ones that played forever. Yeah. <laughs> you still can't get away from Happy, man. Like for all the songs to go like classic. <laughs> Would you hate it less if it didn't have anything to do with minions? You know what? That's the real question. We had because I think we would. I think we would hate it less if it didn't have anything to do with minions. Oh yeah, I mean, if it wasn't in that, then it wouldn't have caught on so well with kids. But not it, even I watched, that though. I watched like, that minions movie literally last week with my daughter, and I was really nervous about showing minions to my three year old because I was like, "This is going to take this over is going to be her entire personality for the because she's she's right for the age to find." the next thing correct because she's she's growing she's gonna grow out of coco melon oh quick. i think she's a bluey kid for sure well she's gonna grow out of that too no she's not louis six yeah but like also i haven't grown out of bluey so <laughs> i'm not no i'm not saying she's gonna grow out of blue but, but i think like, there will be some there will like, be a thing that is like, like frozen was for her yes yeah, that will happen. Um, yeah. And yet you can't let it be minions. <laughs> right. It can't, can't be that kind of thing. Is my dad literally not allowing... I didn't know what Barney was until I was in kindergarten. <laughs> and somebody else I actually told me. didn't either. I don't think that my parents barred it from us. I We just didn't do PBS. My dad he was like, I, I, I will do anything for this kid. I will not watch Barney. <laughs> I, I can feel that now. I'm sure there's things where like our kids will grow up and be like, yeah, JJ from Coco Melon. He's the best. I love JJ from Coco Melon, but there's so many parents now that are like, you can't watch Coco Melon because I hate it. It wasn't even that. It was like, he was like legitimately worried that it was going to like rot my brain. That was the thing he was, the show he was concerned about. He was like, I watched a couple episodes. It was the, the dumbest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Uh, what do you think would happen if you watched those couple of episodes today? Today? Yeah. Oh, I would. I hated it when I was six. When I finally watched one of them, because I didn't, I didn't, I didn't have it when I was three. So like my my midlife nostalgia at that point didn't kick in for it. And by the time I was literally six years old, I was like, "This is for babies." But do you think as a, an adult? But the, but the kids that I was with were like, "Nah, fucking Barney is it. It's it." My question is, I don't know the themes of Barney, so. As somebody who has little niece and nephews, if you oh, I'm were sure going Barney to, is a queer icon or something, right? Like if you were going to put 100%. on Barney, they're like Barney is Filipino, and I'm like, right. what? Yeah, nice, yes. Barney's great representation. I'm like, shit. <laughs> this could have been so good for me. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> now I'm a huge racist. You didn't let me watch Barney. <laughs> Uh, it's all your fault, Russell. It's not your fault, Russell. It's not. Yeah. I love you, Russell. I love you too. Remember when Andy sent us that text message earlier that said, where is God? <laughs> On like a pamphlet. <laughs> she was like, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, should we open our mail? Are we doing that on the air? Uh, I don't know. We can. Let's see what we got. These are sent in from a listener. We could do it during the hash browns, I guess. Yeah. If you want to know what's in them, listen to the hash browns where we will describe what they look like. I think this well, one. This is had your. Might have to blur that. It just had your address pointing at the camera. Oh god, yeah. I don't know if it's visible, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> this says fragile on it. Fragile. Is it a lava lamp? I bet it's a lava lamp. Oh my god. I bet it's a lava lamp. Oh, oh, oh radical. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, this we are going to start our fire. Brought to you by Franny and Zoe by uh, that author that I really like, J.D. Salinger. J.D. Salinger. Uh, now an excerpt from Franny and Zoe by J.D. Salinger. I think I read that quote last time. You you don't have to read the highlighted one. You read any of them. No, I read Your Heart Bessie is an Autumn Garage last time. <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> The sun at this hour shone as far as deep as mercilessly into the room as the television set, striking it square in its unblinking cyclopean eye. You don't get to write like that. You don't get, you don't get you, sentences like that anymore. I think people would make fun of you if you wrote like that. I think as they would make author, fun of they would make fun of Catcher in the Rye. Oh, for sure. <laughs> Bro, why do you say the word corny every 30 seconds? Right. <laughs> I think it was just that narrator you and I listened to, honestly. That sold me on it. Yeah. Oh, he's so good. Not no, not even that he sold you on it, but like that he is the reason I noticed that it says corny every thirty seconds. Yes. He was his voice. He did was like it's so corny. <laughs> <laughs> I'm over the corn song. Yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you why. It's not even because the corn song got old. It's because Instagram Reels version of the <laughs> meme is. I mean, I just can't imagine a more beautiful thing. Is like that part of it yeah. without the music or anything set to it. I mean, look at this thing. Can't I imagine a more beautiful thing. You don't follow enough Corgi pages. I get like pottery. Yeah, because you don't follow enough Corgi pages. Correct. The only time I see that sound is Corgi's. I see that sound a lot. I'm sorry. I'm a sucker for an Instagram reel. Oh, that's that's on TikTok as well. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, well. But I don't see the, it's gone. It's been a they, haven't, they haven't found it yet. Or if I do see it, it's for like some small business that's doing exactly what I said before. This episode of Bacon and Eggs brought to you by Small Business. You should support small business so that they don't have to make TikToks that they hate making. Unless they are that candy shop in Ontario. If you stop making candy TikToks, I will come to your shop and I will burn it down. Thank you. This large piece of brass that we spin the toffee earlier today. <laughs> what do you think Canadians sound like? Remind me of that. Do that one again. What do you think people from Ontario sound like? <laughs> I was thinking about like a documentary on the people. You excited for the you excited for the new uh, Knives Out movie where we get to hear Daniel Craig do that voice again? Yes, I'm very excited for that. I actually have decided. I think we talked about this, Mister Fromby. <laughs> when we were last on the show, I I think I want to read like pulp mystery novels, like pulp fiction. We did definitely 100 percent. Yeah, because we talked about. We might have talked about it in real life, actually. Okay, I want to read pulp fiction. Like I want to read story the virginia tech football game yes i want to read everything derivative of sherlock holmes like i, I it doesn't have to just be that no i know i was just saying that's how we got to talking about how house is the best sherlock holmes adaptation it's so freaking is. oh my god the thing that makes me the most mad about finding that out is that i didn't find it out from like an announce like a, like a like a theory video i saw it from like a tier list yes where the guy was just like, yeah, and in my, because uh, it's not like, what? Did you know that House is a is a Sherlock Holmes adaptation? If I saw one of those videos, I'd be like, no fucking way. It is. But I saw it on this, like, the dude was like, okay, this is my tier list of, uh, or my top 10 list of, of Sherlock Holmes adaptations. And he was like, number one, House. And I was like, huh? So good. So good. But I want to know, House and Wilson. I read? That has this House and Wilson dynamic where it's like the same leads for every book, but the stories are not really connected. Sherlock Holmes. Uh, well, I have those. I have a very cute copy of The Hound of Baskervilles. I also, uh, in in the, uh, where are the leather bound collection in this room? Even I have one of those, yeah. yeah. In case you'd never considered it, uh, House is definitely the best Sherlock Holmes adaptation. 
but I want clever adult. Like, who is the character in Agatha Christie's novels? Um, there's a Miss Marple, and there's also Hercule Poirot. Hercule Poirot. That's Agatha Christie's guy. Yeah, like Murder on the Orient Express. Kenneth Branagh, that movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's her guy. But if I read like ten Agatha Christie novels, he would be like the main character for all of them. Um, she had a couple different ones, but yeah, there's there's at least ten Poirot novels. But that's what I want right now. I want pulpy, so, easy to so consume. Fictione. I think what scares me is that I have to. They shouldn't put mystery and thrillers in the same category because in book world, those the difference between mystery and thriller is closer in book world, and in movie world, thriller and horror is closer together. Yeah, yeah. Thriller means like reading it on the edge of your seat. Yeah, because it's such a page turner. Thriller in movies is like because this is thriller. Nah, <laughs> nah. But it's like it's like this is a scary movie. Yeah. Do you want to email the show? You can. It's at baconandeggsmedia at gmail.com. You can email us to tell us you like us or that you want us to promote your product. Um, the latter, honestly, better than the former, but both better than that you don't like us. A lot of businesses will say, you know, oh, we appreciate the negative feedback. It helps us grow and learn from our audience. And I would say in my day-to-day big business, I agree with that. Um, but in my this business, I don't want to hear the negative feedback. <laughs> yeah. That's okay. I think you're fine. Okay. Summer has come and passed. The innocent can never last. Wake me up. Wake me up. As I could wake up. Wake me up. And say back all my name and save me from the... Because you had a bad day. <laughs> you take him one down. You sing a sad song just to turn it around. Because you fucking did it. You really did it, Chad. Okay, I've got a listener score. What did I give this? 82, 85, 82. 82. 82. You gave it a what? An 85. Not 6,585. Rotten Tomatoes. Um, Rotten Tomatoes. I know Metacritic. Was 85. Rotten Tomatoes audience. 82. No way. Yeah. 69 on Metacritic. And the listener score. 82. 82. Wow. This is pretty freaking consistent down the line. Except for Metacritic. Gives it a bacon and egg score of an 82.55, which rounds up to 88.3. Eight, what? 82. I'm sorry. 83. <laughs> yeah. I thought you about said what you said. 82.55 like, <laughs> rounds up to 88.3. <laughs> which rounds back down <laughs> to 83. <laughs> so what was the score? 82. 82.55? Yeah. Okay. 83. This beats the Matrix and... I'm sorry. This loses to the Matrix and beats a river runs through it. <laughs> How much of a gap is there in that? 83 to 81. How did the Matrix go so low? Don't know. I got an 83. I mean, we've had some good stuff, so that got I just would have expected the, the Matrix to be nope. so much higher. White Christmas, Turning Red, <laughs> The Batman, Fantastic Mr. Fox, Tick, Tick, Boom... Encanto, School of Rock, and Spider-Man No Way Home. It's just, it's so weird because everything that's happened this year, I feel like this, this like bacon and eggs fiscal year just started. I know. And realistically, like it's really it's, almost over. Two more weeks. I know. Holy crap. <laughs> Dang. We skipped a lot. Yeah. We took a th- four months off and then you had a kid. <laughs> I know. I got COVID. It's great. Your COVID does matter to me. I want you to I know. know I'm just saying like it's since... <laughs> Since the last time we recorded an episode of Bacon and Eggs, I have like been to a My Chemical Romance concert, gotten COVID, got a new tattoo. Like you had a kid. Yeah. <laughs> like, 
And then like life has changed so much. We were different people when, when we last recorded this show. Yeah. You'd never seen my chemical romance live. I hadn't. That's just embarrassing. Um, but yeah, you were like, I'm going to think we're going to probably have a kid today. So we can't record bacon and eggs. I'm like, I have a fever of 102. <laughs> so yeah, that's fine. That's fine, buddy. <laughs> Oh, good times. Thank you for listening to Bacon and Eggs. We like making this show. We hope you like listening to this show. Did you know that our music is by Andrew Scott Bell? You can find his music on TikTok. Tickety-tockety, he's the one writing the music for the Winnie the Pooh movie. So when you find the account of that person, you know you're in the right place. If you've seen a bunch of beehives built inside of a violin, that's that guy. That's Andrew Scott Bell. That's Andrew Scott Bell. Uh, our graphics are by Vaishon Brandon. If you were in downtown Richmond and saw an extremely handsome black man, it could have very well been Vaishon. There were probably other really handsome black dudes in Richmond. Probably. Maybe none as handsome as him, though. He's a pretty good-looking guy. He's a good-looking dude. Handsome fella. Yeah. Just made a whiskey bottle. Yeah. That's a flex, dude. I know. Bought some today. We should make bacon and eggs whiskey. How into it would we have to get? Or would we just have to put our label on... Like some Jack Daniels. No, I don't think that's it. If we went to Jack Daniels and said we want to design the glass and put our name on the label, but you like it's literally just the exact same product. I don't think they would do that. <laughs> but you get you make all the money. Right, but I just don't think they'd do it. I don't think we could call up Coca-Cola and be like, <laughs> hey, do you wanna you wanna make Tyler and Ethan Coke? <laughs> it's, it's just like Coke, but it doesn't say Coke on it anywhere. I don't think they'd be like, Hell yeah, brother. <laughs> it's it's Tyler Mix. <laughs> it's, it's Sprite Six Mix, the LeBron James soda. Um, science. Anyway, uh, this has been Bacon and Eggs. I, on behalf of Tyler Garland, I've been that chill. And until next time, Arriba Nerchi. Hey. <laughs> <laughs>